apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Annie Mac Home is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Sports Talk with RNJ. I am Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio. And uh, we got before before we get to week two, we got to we got to start with what happened at the end of week one and Monday night, and uh, a very very unfortunate scene. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers when he was a Jet when he became a Jet, he was very rejuvenated, he was ready to go, he was so excited for the season to start, and then three plays into it, Leonard Floyd sacks him, and it's all over. Just so sad, you know. I feel you, you feel bad for the you feel terrible for the Jet fans, but but if you feel but it's, it's awful. As a huge football fan like me, it's all like as huge football fans like us, it's awful too that we don't get to see Aaron Rodgers this year. And you see Aaron Rodgers in this Jets uniform. It's just so, so sad. And, yes, the Jets ended up eventually winning the game, but but the, just a humongous, humongous loss for the Jets on Monday night. Justin, your thoughts on what happened Monday? Yeah, you know, I have never – I've never liked the Jets, one of the teams I've – you know, being a division rival, you know. And I know I wanted this thing to blow up, this Rodgers-Jets thing, but I did not want it to blow up this way. Um yeah, you know, see him go down in three plays. It's just, you know, it seems like there's some bad voodoo on in that organization or something. Because, yeah, it's crazy. Go down three plays at all that excitement. Him running on with the flag Monday night, 9-11. You know, that was such a, you know, got chills seeing that moment. And, yeah, it ended so quickly. And for a guy who's 39 years old, you know, it's not an injury to 
tough to come back from one of the toughest all sports. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, just it was sad to see that happen to him because, uh, you know, there was so much anticipation, excitement for this Jets team for the first time in a long time. And they go down in flames that quickly is, uh, you know, was uh, crazy to watch. Got a couple comments from Frank. He, he says, "What's what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? You know, week one. Yes, yes. we'll get to the Giants, Frank. We definitely will. And then uh, he says Rodgers needs to retire. As a Dolphins fan, I'm glad I don't have to face him. But it's it sucks he went down, but he's holding should retire. I think I think he should. I think he should give it one, one more year. I really think he should give it one more year. I want to see. Just, I want. I want to see what he can do with this Jets defense and with Garrett Wilson." And with Brees Hall, I want to. I, w- I want him to try to give it one more year. Now it's going to be a weird situation for the Jets because they're gonna. If, if they're probably gonna have to extend Wilson's fifth year option and then go back to Aaron Rodgers, but I'd, I'd like to see one more year of Aaron Rodgers. I'd like to see him give this a shot. I think he's gonna try, you know, to rehab that thing as much as possible. But I, I think if it gets to a point where he's like, man, I just can't do it anymore, then I think he will retire again. Because like he told the Jets he'd give him multiple years. But yeah, with an injury like this, like if if the rehab process is getting too tough for him, he just doesn't think his body can do it anymore. I could obviously definitely see him retire. But yeah, you know, I'd like to kind of see him try to go out there one more year. But again, if he can make it possible, um, you know, be great for that organization to get another chance with him. But um, yeah, we'll see. I again, I wouldn't be shocked either way if he retires or if he decides to play one more year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Just a really, really, really rough injury on on uh, on Monday night. But the Jets have to move on from this. And the big question is right now with Zach Wilson, because Robert Salas said yesterday in the Michael K show that Zach Wilson will be their starter going forward. The big question is going to be is, is, are they a playoff team with Zach Wilson? I actually think they're better than last year, but I still think they missed the playoffs. I do think they get to eight to nine wins because of how good that defense is. You saw how good that defense was Monday night. They forced four turnovers from Josh Allen and, and the Bills. So you, this defense is, is I think this is the second best defense in the league behind the 49ers. I don't want to hear about the Cowboys. You know, they, 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 they still have trouble stopping the run. I don't want to hear about the Cowboys having a great defense. Yeah, it's the Niners and Jets. Those are the two top defenses in the league, in my opinion. But with how good this defense is, I think they'll be competing for a wild card spot. But the problem is we saw Zach Wilson last year. He, he was he he he, had, he was one of the one of the worst quarterbacks in football. I I then and I I think he'll be he might be improved a little bit, but I don't think improved enough to get this team to the playoffs in a loaded AFC. So I am going to say the Jets are not a playoff team without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, Frank Thomas, are they really the best, or is it Bills had a bad night? I they played really well even last year against Josh Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's it's a bad matchup. It's a it's a bad yeah. matchup. Josh Allen has really struggled against the Bills defense. He, I mean, he 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 uh, he struggled both times last. No, maybe it's the Jets defense. He struggled both times last year. I mean, we've seen Josh Allen own teams. We've seen him have big games against the Dolphins. He owns the Patriots. He owns the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I I think right now. Uh, I, th- I I think right now the Bills are should be the favorite. I know I know Frank's not gonna like this, but I still think the Bills are the favorite in the AFC East. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it, it it is a huge blow for the Jets. They, they're not. I don't think they're not going to win the division. It's either going to be the Bills or Dolphins right now because they're not going to win the division with a. Oh, okay, there he goes. There he goes, Frank. No, no. He thinks it's the Dolphins. It's close between the two teams. But I do think uh, uh, the reason I would take Buffalo over the Dolphins. I still think the quarterback is better. I definitely trust the quarterback to stay healthy more, and I like the defense better, and I like the head coach better. So I'm still, and they've won the division the last four years 
The Dolphins have they won the division the last four the last three years. The Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in in over two decades. So I, I, I'm going to take the Bills to win the AFC. I, I'm going to take the Bills to win the AFC East, and I do not think the Jets win this division or get into the playoffs. I actually think the Dolphins, right? I'm taking the Dolphins. I do think there's something wrong in that Bills organization right now. I'm because you go back to last ooh, year, Josh, ooh, ooh. Josh Allen. Since Stable left them, Josh Allen surely he does a lot of turnovers last year. You know, there's some issues going on we saw in the preseason. Again, all, all Josh Allen had to do in that game Monday night was just be a game manager, not turn the football over. That's exactly what he did. I I I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I know Tua, the injury risk is there, but I really like that offense right now. I know they don't have Jalen Ramsey, that defense is kind of work in progress, but I'm going to take the Dolphins right now. I, I kind of like the way they I, – I know the Chargers kind of gifted them the game there today, but I'll, I'll take the uh, Dolphins right now as best team in the AFC. And the AFC, you mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still going with the Bills. I can't I, – I just can't go against the Bills. Dolphins, Tua is just – you can't trust the fact Tua, Tua is going to stay healthy. Obviously, the Patriots, they've been an average team since 2020. Uh, the Jets, they don't have – they don't have uh, – they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm definitely going with the Bills. I'm de- I'm going with the Bills. I know Frank doesn't like that. I know Frank is not a fan of it. But I but I am going with the Bills. And and yes, the Jets will miss will miss the playoffs. With Jets, the Jets will be, they'll be more competitive, but they'll they'll miss the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we got another comment from Frank. Look, Tua took some juju classes to learn how to fall. Maybe you might say we'll see. Listen, if Tua can stay healthy, the Dolphins have a great chance to win that division. They have a great chance to make a run this year. But from what I've seen the last two years, I it's it's hard for me to see him playing 17 games. It just is. So, uh, yeah, l- l- listen, it, I'm not saying the Dolphins can't win the division. They have a great chance to win the division. I just like the Bills a little bit better. Yeah, I can see why. You know, the, Dol- the Bills still have a lot of talent. You know, the Dolphins almost beat him last year with Skylar Thompson. Like, it took the Bills everything they had to beat Yeah, and Josh Allen didn't play well in that game either. No, he didn't. You know, so that, that's why, like, you know, maybe Dable was, like, the kind of was, you know, really had a big impact on Josh Allen. I think maybe that kind of affected him last year, maybe even toward last night. So, yeah, you know, look, Tua had an awesome game, you know, against L.A., and we'll get to Brandon Staley in that defense. But, like, you know, if they can run the ball a little bit better, that defense I think is good enough. Um, You know, bringing in Vic Fangio, I thought it was a good hire, so – yeah, if Tua stays healthy, I think this team's got a great, great chance. I, I'm, I know I had the ball or the Bills, you know, two weeks ago in their preview, but like watching them on Monday night, I definitely think there's something wrong there, and I think Dolphins could take full advantage of that. Uh, uh, they could, they, 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 they could. We'll see. We'll see what happens in Week Four. We'll see what happens when they play in Week Four. But we got to get back to the Jets, and they take on the Cowboys on Sunday afternoon in Jerry World. I think this game is going to be I think it's going to be close early on. I think the Jet defense is going to keep them in it. I think they're going to be able to run the football. As we saw in that first drive, the only positive thing the Giants did on Sunday night was that first drive mm. where they ran the ball well. I do think the Jets are going to run the ball well on the Cowboys' defense. They're going to stay in the game. But the issue is going to be is Zach Wilson protecting the football. I think the Cowboys are going to force – they're definitely going to force a turnover or two. And I think the Cowboys – Dak is going to play pretty well. As, I think Dak will play pretty well. Even against this Jets defense, I think Dak will protect the football. And I think the Cowboys pull away in the second half. They get up by 10 points. I think that, 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 that that's going to decide it because I think the Cowboys pass rush and Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence is going to take over against a Jet offensive line that is not good. And uh, I think they'll, it'll force Zach Wilson to turn the ball over a couple of times. And that is why 
I got the Cowboys going to 2-0, and beating the Jets 24-13. to But, Justin, can the Jets' defense carry them to a win in Jerry World? I don't see it. I got Dallas 21-12. to um, I just think this, you know, Zach Wilson, I think, is going to have a turnover, too. I think Dak, you know, takes care of the ball well enough. We know Dak is prone to a turnover, too. So, I can see that Jets, you know, defensive line getting some pressure on him. Um, but I just don't trust. I just don't trust the Jet offense to be able to score enough against Dak. And I think Tony Powell has a decent game on the ground. And I, I think Dallas does enough. And I think Dak just kind of manages this game well enough. And I think Dallas, you know, um, goes 2-0 and, and wins their, seat, or their home opener. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't see Zach Wilson going in and, and winning this game. I think they, they, they could. They could. I could see it. I could, I could see Zach will. I could see the defense carrying them to another win because Dak's not a great quarterback. Dak can turn the ball over too, but I just I think I think it's going to be too much. I think it's going to be too much for uh for the for the Jets to win this game. Yeah, I'm with you because I I'm like look, I know they you know the Jets ran the ball great. So like, why wouldn't I like if you're Dallas? Why don't you just put eight guys in the box? And I know they have some good weapons, but even yeah. on the touchdown pass that Zach Wilson threw. That was all no, Garrett Wilson. That's Garrett a, Wilson unbelievable, made unbelievable play. That was an yeah. unbelievable catch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if Garrett Wilson beat you down the field on one play, like, are you really certain Garrett, or Zach Wilson be able to hit Garrett Wilson? I don't know. So I would just stack the box because yeah, that's about all the Jets have. And if that happens, I, you know, first guy, if you know, when Zach Wilson's under pressure, he just gets rid of it, and you don't know where it's going. So yeah, I just think that offense have a hard time doing much in this game. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And our man Frank, he's got the Cowboys as well. But because we got our, our man Frank in the group in, 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 uh, in, listening, we got to talk about the Dolphins. And, and, and they're playing your Patriots. So we got we to go next. We got to talk about the Dolphins and Pats. And we got a div- big divisional matchup in Foxborough. Patriots and Dolphins, both teams look good in week one. Dolphins' offense was absolutely phenomenal in week one. Tyreek Hill probably played better than anyone. Tua was outstanding. And the Patriots, even though they lost, they showed promise. Their defense played really well. Mac Jones played well in his first year uh, under Bill O'Brien. But for the Patriots, this has got to be this has got to be a win. I feel like they got these moral victories have to stop. They got to win this game in a competitive AFC where uh, and they're they're facing a divisional opponent. They're at home. I feel like the Patriots have to win this game. But personally, I don't think they do because they can't beat Tua. The Patriots can't beat Tua. They are zero and four against Tua, and I think they go to zero and five against Tua. I think this is a really close competitive game, though. I think that Mac Jones plays pretty well. I think he, he, I think he has, has a real, another good game. Gets the ball to Bourne, uses Stevens in the screen game, and I do. Here's the one thing that will that will not happen in this game. There is no way Tyreek Hill gets over 100 yards receiving because you know Bill Belichick is going to make sure Tyreek Hill doesn't beat him. But the guy who I feel like will beat him is Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle has a big big game for the Dolphins. I think Tua has another really good game. I think this is close and competitive. It either comes down to the end where the game is tied and Tua has the ball in his hands. And he wins the game, or it, the Dolphins are winning late, and Mac Jones is trying to come bring the Patriots back, bring the Patriots back, and he loses the game. So I think it comes down to one of those two scenarios: two having the ball late, and, and two having, having the, with the game tied, two having the ball late, and he wins the game, or Mac Jones having the ball in his hands and him not getting it done. I think it comes down to one of those two scenarios, and that is why, in a close one, I got the Dolphins beating the Patriots. Uh, I got the Dolphins beating the Patriots 27-24, but Justin, can the Patriots beat Tua for the first time? Yeah. I got the pass 24-20. Look, you know, yeah, you mentioned they're, they're not going to let Tyreek Hill beat them over the top like the Chargers did all day. Um, 
know, I'll be interested to see if Bill, if Bill will put Christian Gonzalez on him because he, he had an outstanding game the other day in his in his first NFL game. Um, but yeah, I think Mac plays well again. They got off to such a slow start. They got down sixteen nothing. You know, Mac had the bad kind of pick six there, and then I even kind of blame Mac on that fumble by Elliott there. Elliott didn't really have much of a chance. But after that, I felt like Mac kind of settled in. He played well. And I thought that offensive line did a really good job against one of the Eagles who have one of the best pass rush in the sport. So, you know, our two rookie guards played really well. Um, so I'm very high on this team or not very high, but I'm very encouraged with our effort and just, you know, the way they played against Philly in the second quarter on, they were the better team. They just couldn't find a way to win. They're not, you know, they can't go to 0 two here losing two straight home games. I think they find a way to win. I think Mac makes enough plays and, you know, I, I think Bill Belichick finally figured out a way to beat Tua. And I think Keon White, again, has another really good game. He did a great job against Lane Johnson. one of the best tackles in sport. I think the Pats do enough at home. And I think they finally uh, get over the hump against Tua and the Dolphins. Let's hear what Frank has to say. Uh, Dolphins are the better team, which is obvious. They definitely are the better team. Yeah. I, I hate the Pats. We'll always, always go against them. Miami tends to do well against New England early in the season. They do. They and do, recently yeah. they played very well. Since 2020, yeah, I know the Bills yeah. have played really well against New England. The Dolphins have played re- with Tua. The Dolphins have played great against New England too. The only two games that the, the, the Dolphins have, be- have lost to the Patriots in that the, since Brady has been gone has been the opener in 2020 when Ryan Fitzpatrick started and then last year when Teddy Bridgewater started. So – Yes, I do think the Dolphins are the better team. I think the reason I think the Dolphins win the game is they have they're obviously the better roster and they have the skill guys they have. Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle is a huge game, and Tyree Kill is going to have a pretty good game too. He's not going to have the game he had last week, but he'll still have a pretty good game. That's going to be the difference. And I think at the end, Mac Jones is like like last week, and this is probably going to hurt the Patriots a lot this year. They're not going to have that skill position player late in a game that Mac Jones can go to that he could trust to win a game. Yeah, that yeah yeah that you know. You saw he threw a great ball to Keyshawn Booty. You know, like that, he threw it in the, the spot where only Booty but was going to catch that. And he got to trust that. him late in the game. You cannot trust Keyshawn yeah. Booty late in the game. I know. You, you can't. You know, I, I know I'm a guy that I'm very high on him. But yeah, the first game, I, I think, you know, it's a little bit of a risk there. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, Booty's got to get his two feet down. Um, But yeah, you know, that that's going to be something that's going to hurt us. I hope, you know, him and Bourne, you know, Joan, Jones and Kendrick Bourne had a seems um on the same page like you know that's a guy we're gonna have to rely on i think Devontae parker is still questionable i i don't know if he's gonna play yet or th- this week or not it would be nice to get him back this week um but look you know i think that could be something but i think mac gets over the top this week and i think if he's got the ball in the final possession i think the Patriots find a way to go down the field and win it this week I, oh I really you, do. you think you think they win it in the last possession i don't think, I think he's they got the personnel to do it and honestly and, and listen, I don't mind Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is capable of coming back and winning a game. No, I – again, like last week, he had to throw the ball 54 times. That's not what they want to do. No, you know, no, like, they're going to want to get more of a lot. running game going this week. Yeah. I get it. They want to get more of a running game going this week. But, but, but yeah, but when, when has Mac Jones made a huge drive in his career? When has he really done it? Maybe at the end of that one day, maybe that one comeback against Houston in 01, maybe the, in, in, in 2021, then yeah. maybe that Dallas game where he had that big touchdown – he, 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 he had that big touchdown pass, but then the defense gave it up. So I just don't think if the ball's in Mac Jones's hands late, I, I don't trust due. him. I don't trust he's, he's due. due. Okay, he's due. He's but, due. I don't, but I don't trust him. I, I just I get, don't trust him. And I get it because he's been very Jacklin and Hyde. And you even saw in the first quarter last week, like I think he was a little bit too amped up in the first quarter, and I think he finally settled down. And he finally kind of, you know, 
relax and calm down. And he, he threw some really nice balls from the second quarter on. And yeah, like even that final drive, you know, I, I thought there's some good play calls. They, you know, gave up a sack, you know, you talk about the booty kind of incompletion there. Um, but look, I, I think he's a lot more confident now. Like I, I think, and I thought like last year at the end, he started to kind of start to play better at the end of the year, you know, and I, I think he's somebody now that kind of, I do think he's got a lot more confidence now with a Bill O'Brien there than a Matt Patricia. Now he's got born again, the offensive line played well, like he had time and that was something I was excited about. So look, I, I think, you know, I think this team's talented enough to knock off Miami and I think they find a way to go one-on-one. Like I don't, I, you know, again, it's very possible they lose this game. Yes. And they go to Oh, and two um, and, and go to Dallas, which you're staring at Oh, and three right there. But I, I think they find, I think they understand like, Hey, or they go to New York next week. Um, and then Dallas, but I, I think Mac Jones this week goes down the field TD, uh, and, and gets a, you know, game winning drive. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It should be a good one between the dolphins and the pats on, on Sunday night. Let's see. Let's see. What we got, we got another, we got Frank, Justin, you, you are nuts. The pat. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Justin, you are nuts. The pats will, I agree with Frank. I'm I'm definitely I, me and Frank. I'm, I'm on Frank's side here. I'm on look, Frank's I, side. I, I do, yeah, I, I agree, guys. The Dolphins have a better roster, you know. I, I do, but coming to Foxborough, I know the Dolphins have better success. Again, we need to start playing the Dolphins like week eighteen or week seventeen. They <laughs> gotta start coming back up to New England, but it's nice and cold. Um, but look, you know, I, I the Patriots are due. Two had a great week, you know, but I, I I think our defense is really legit this year too. Like I, I think I know we've kind of talked about it's good, but I think we have. The potentially a top five defense. Yeah, oh no, no, I I agree with you. I, yeah, you're not the Jets, you're not the 49ers. Don't put no. yourself in that class. But you have a good defense. No, top five. I agree there. Yeah, and I I think that could make a difference in this game. Like I think we will get pressure on Tua, you know, and I, I think we could slow down the running game and kind of make them one dimensional. Yeah, they have great weapons. Our secondary. I thought Gonzalez played well. Um, I try to be. Uh, I am a Pat fan, but I I try to be <laughs> very listen, down to earth. Listen, listen, listen. I will admit. Justin is very, very objective as a Patriot fan. I, I will admit yeah, that. that I, I will admit that, Frank. He is very, very honest as a Patriot fan. I know a lot of Patriot fans. Justin yeah. might be the most objective Patriot fan I have met. Thank you. I, I try. I try to be. I try to try to be very honest with them. Um, but yeah, look, I, Dolphins. Yeah, they definitely got the better roster. McDaniel's had Bill's number, but at Foxborough, they they usually play really, really well up there. And I, I think I'm very encouraged. I think that team's very confident for the I, I know last week is a moral victory and I don't really like those but I, I think the team's really confident I think they kind of think they kind of believe like hey we we got a chance here to make the playoffs but they kind of know you start 0-2 in this conference and that's going to be a very tough uphill climb to make absolutely 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 huge game between those teams on uh, on on Sunday night but we will go to tomorrow night's game we'll we'll quickly go to go to tomorrow night's game as the Vikings face the Eagles and this is another primetime game where Kirk Cousins is playing and it's another primetime game. He's probably going to lose. And he's probably going to play terribly. And, and I can see that happening. I think that, that Jalen hurts has the Eagles offense is kind of a bounce back week. I think, I think uh, they, they get into the thirties. I think they turn the Kirk Cousins over a couple of times. I think the offense gets to the thirties. I think they run the ball well with Kenneth Gainwell. I think Jalen hurts has a good game. And I think Kirk Cousins plays absolutely terrible because that's what he does in primetime games against good teams. And I, that's why I think the Eagles win this. And I, and I, for me as a Giants fan to say this is, 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 is for me as a Giants fan to say this, is, is saying a lot, but I think the Eagles cruise in this game. I think they went at 30 to 13 over the Vikings, but Justin can Kirk cousins finally, 
win a big time primetime game. Because I'm not considering his win over the Patriots last year a big time primetime win. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. That that was another disappointing one the Pats should have had. Um, but yeah, I got the Eagles. I got them bounce back win here. Um, look, you know, Kirk Cousins handed what the Bucks 10 points last week. Like, there's no business. The Bucks had no business winning that game last week. Kirk Cousins kind of blew that game himself. I could see Justin Jefferson making a couple of big plays, but you know, I think the Eagles do enough to kind of slow him down and the Vikings did not run the ball really effectively at all last week. And I think Philly's going to be able to slow that down. And yeah, I'm with you. I think cousin makes a turnover too. And that's, that's the difference of the game. And I, I got the Eagles win this one, 24 to 14, a little bit closer than last year. week two Monday night game where Philly absolutely destroyed them. But um, the, the Eagles find a way to take care of Vince again on Thursday night. Absolutely. 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 So now going to my team and what a disgrace an absolute disgrace last week was for the New York Giants. That, that could not have been a bigger disgrace last week for the Giants. Their offensive line was Mark Gowinski and Evan Neal were absolutely pitiful, pitiful. They got dominated last week. Daniel Jones did not play well either. He had the intercept. Yeah, I know the, one of the picks was on Saquon, not catching the ball, but then he had the pick where he threw the ball across his body, the, the pick that Gilmore had. That was a terrible interception. And then uh, it was just with every aspect of the game, which is uh, special teams, forget it. Yeah. Special teams was horrific with the with the block field goal and then the missed field, field goal before the half. Uh, and, and, and and this is the one – I've not really been critical of Brian Dable because I love the, the, what Brian Dable did last year. I'm going to be critical of Brian Dable last week. I feel like he didn't have the team ready to play. And uh, keeping Daniel Jones in the game in the second yeah. half makes made no sense at all. So this is the first time – all right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm de- I definitely help. I'm definitely stick. I definitely love Dayball still, but last week was a be- probably his worst game. He's coached as a Giants head coach with them not having not, with them not being prepared and with him, with him keeping Daniel Jones in that long. That made no sense at all. But getting to this week against the Cardinals, uh, the big question is is and I'll ask we'll ask I'll ask this to you: Are they going to bounce back or will it be more of the same for them? I feel like we're kind of in the middle. I think I think they're I think they're going to struggle through this game because because Andrew Thomas might not play. Andrew Thomas is hurt. Their offensive line was pitiful last week, and don't forget the Cardinals. Yeah, they, they don't have a good roster, but they had six sacks last week against the Commanders. So I do think they get pressure on Daniel Jones. I think they give Daniel Jones some trouble, but I think the difference in this game is going to be I think Saquon Barkley is going to have a good game, and I think Darren Waller is going to make plays on third down, and I think the Giants defense is going to make enough plays in this game against Joshua Dobbs, turn him over a couple times where it will make the difference for them. And that's why I do have the Giants, oh, as tough as it is after, after last Sunday, I do have the Giants bouncing back and going to one and one beating the Cardinals 20-13. to 13. But, Justin, the big question for the Giants is going into this week, will it be more of the same for them, or will they bounce back this week? Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm kind of in the middle. I think they bounce back, and they do win 20-14. to 14, But, yeah, like Arizona, I thought played really hard. Like, I don't think this is a game where they're just going to walk all over them. You know, Arizona's going to be tough. Um, I see Frank Town. Look, I like the Giants, but yeah, they looked humbled last week, and I think this is a week they will lose again. If will lose again if they win it, will be a close game. Um, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals beat them, but again, I think the Giants picked themselves up, and I'm with you. Like I gave uh, Dable a lot. Yeah, we might have flowers last year, but you know, maybe I can. Maybe I gave him a little bit too much credit too early. Again, I still think he's probably the right guy for the job here, but you know, I, I you know, w- w- let's see now. You know, let's see after a week like that what happened to him. Um, I think they'll play hard. I think defense does a good job against Dobbs. I think they force the Cardinals to make a turnover too, and I think that will be the um, the answer there for 
for the, for the Giants. I think they do find a way because, again, you got a short week. You're going out to San Fran. You know, there's not a lot of time here to kind of lick your wounds and, uh, you know, feel sorry for yourself. You got to bounce back and play well this week. We got to hear from our guy, Hector, uh, our historian. The 92 Lions, the 2003 Patriots were able to bounce back from weak run destruction. He says the Giants are going to bounce back this weekend. Oh, we all remember the 2003 Patriots. You got, you got to give, you got to, you got, you got to uh, give us, give us, you got to tell us about the 92 Lions. We definitely remember the 2003 Patriots losing 31 nothing on opening day in Buffalo, yeah. and then turning around beating Buffalo 31 nothing in the final game of the season, and then winning the Super Bowl. So we know about the 03 Patriots, but so Chester's pretty confident that they're going to bounce back. I, as I said, as I said earlier, I think they bounce back, but I think it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, I'm with you. I need to be a struggle. Um. Yeah, because again, like you mentioned, Arizona had six sacks last week. Like this is a team that, yeah, that organization is trying to tank, but those players are those players are out there to you know to win football games, obviously. So, yeah, you know, Dobbs is not a great quarterback. You know, they got um, you know, they 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 you know they they got to they they got James Conner who's a decent running back. You know, they have Ertz, they got Marquise Brown. Like they have some talent offensively. They don't have a ton of it, but I think the Giants will get enough pressure on them and. Yeah, I think the Giants back, bounce back. Again, I think they're talented enough. But, again, they're still not at the level, obviously, of the Eagles or Cowboys. Um, no, it, it, and, and, and that's the big issue. That, that, that's the big issue right now. Because we thought going into the season they were going to close the gap between the Eagles and the Cowboys. They obviously didn't. No. They've been outscored 78-7 to in their last two games because those two teams. Let me repeat that. 78-7. That's, 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 that's pathetic. You can't, you can't have that happen if you're trying to compete for a champion. You're trying to compete. To, to win a division, you can't be getting outscored seventy-eight to seven by your two, by your two division rivals. No, no, you can't. You, you can. Those are two best teams of the conference, and even the, the Commanders are a tough one. And I said it last week, like the Giants have really struggled of late against the division. Like they've just, they've had a lot of problems beating those teams. And yeah, you know, you got to get to the point where, you know, you 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 got to get the talent. You got to figure out a way to beat those guys. Because yeah, it again it looked like the giants for a team that had four or five months to prepare for this game were not ready at all to play that football game there on sunday night yeah you could just it, you know after that first drive where they they had the fumble they missed the field goal it, it you know dallas just absolutely just took them to the woodshed and they never looked back so yeah you know giants the talent's still totally not there and you know we thought maybe that offensive line was going to be a bit better you know neil yeah neil was awful you know um Mark Glowski was not good at all. Like, you know, Glowski and Neil were Glowinski, pathetic. Yeah, they bad. were horrible. They were they were worse than turnstiles on yeah. on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. They were they were they you know, they they were not protecting anything, you know, any you know, they were not stopping any of the Cowboys pass rush. So look, you know, the town's still not there, but this team's got to prove. And I think I, I and again I do think Dave was the right guy, but you know, I threw him kind of flowers last year for the way that team played, but you even beat Kirk Cousins on the road in a playoff game. Like we talked about Kirk Cousins. Like how yeah, that, that playoff win against that Minnesota was. won 13 games last year, but that might have been one of the worst 13 win teams I've ever seen. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, you know, he's still there, but he's got to prove it to me now. Like solid, he's got to kind of prove it to me that he's a good coach. Yeah, and the, th- the thing about Dayball, the thing about Dayball is the honeymoon's over now. The honeymoon's over. If you lose uh on Sunday, you are going to get destroyed. You are, after you lose 40 to nothing and then you lose to a team that has the worst roster in the NFL, you are going to get destroyed if you lose this game. But Dayball has got to win this game or the media is going to be all over him. The honeymoon's over. He's he's got he, he did a really did a great job last year. He was coach of the year. But the, but the honeymoon's over. He's got to step up this. He's got to step up right now. 
Yeah, he absolutely does. You know, this team's yeah. You know, he's got to figure out a game plan this week. He's got to get that team motivated and ready to go now and on, on Sunday. Because um, yeah, you know, you're zero two going to San Fran on Thursday night. That's that's with San Fran's pass rush. Three. Yeah, oh, that's God. if they lose, you know, if they lose on Sunday, they're going to be zero three after yeah. three games. That, that, yeah. that that's a guarantee. Yeah, and again, that fan base, which was very, it knew that it was a tough schedule, but was very excited about the progress this team made. And it's like, okay, we just kind of took two steps back again. And with everything else happening in New York sports, it's, you know, the fans, you know, fans are going to be very miserable. And it could be, could be a long year if you lose to Arizona Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You must win for the Giants in Arizona on Sunday. So now we are going to go through the slate of games, and we will we will begin in in Jacksonville where the Kansas City Chiefs face the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this is, again, a competitive game. Chiefs will have Chris Jones back. He'll probably be on a pitch count. I think this is a really, really close competitive game. I think that Mahomes plays well this week. We'll see if he gets Kelsey back or not, but I think he plays well. I think Pacheco has a better week running the football. I think that's going to be the difference. I think Pacheco runs the ball better than he did against the Lions. And I do think Lawrence plays well, but I do think the pressure of Kansas City, the pressure Spagnuolo is going to put on. That offensive line gave up four sacks against the Colts last week. The pressure Spagnuolo is going to put on, but I think it makes a difference in the game. I do think Lawrence makes a mistake. I just don't see the Chiefs starting 0-2. And Lawrence and, and Peterson have not beaten Mahomes and Reed. They went 0-2 against them last year. I don't see the Chiefs starting 0-2. I think this is going to be a close competitive game. But I got the Chiefs beating the Jaguars 27-23. But Justin, can Peterson and and the Jaguars hand uh, hand the Chiefs their second straight loss? No, I think Kansas City will bounce back this week. You know, you mentioned Chris Jones, you know, signed like that one-year kind of extension he got. Um, you know, I know he'll be kind of limited, but I, I think they'll get pressure again. I thought the Kansas City defense played pretty well last week. Like I, I you know, even without Chris Jones, I think they did a good job. And again, I think this week for Kansas City, you're going to see more of um, Rasheed Rice and Justin Ross. Um, you know, R- Rice was a big kind of uh, deep ball threat kind of at SMU. Like I, I wonder if they kind of use them in that way. Um, Justin Ross, you know, I, I you know got a got a catch last last week, but um. You know, I, I could see him being more involved. And then, yeah, the, I think the Kansas City offense is going to be a lot better. Because I wasn't – I know Jacksonville won, but, like, I wasn't too impressed by Jacksonville. Like, you know, Anthony Richardson looked pretty good. Like, I'll give you – out of the three rookies, he looked pretty good. Uh, or looked like Oh, yeah, yeah. I, to- I told you. Yeah. I told you should be starting. And you're right. Yeah, you may be right about that. I, I didn't – you know, wasn't too confident, but, you know, he looked pretty good the other day. So, I think Kansas City bounced back. I think Mahomes has a big day. And I wonder, too, last week, like, that third and one call they had late in that game, like taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands, like maybe they do miss Eric Bieniemy a little bit because there's no way in that third and one Bieniemy was taking the ball out of well, Patrick Mahomes' hands. So maybe there's a little bit that they do miss of him, but I, I think Kansas City bounced back. And I think that offense plays well this week. We got an NFC matchup in Detroit as the Seahawks head to Detroit to play the Lions. And I think the Lions come off their week one win. I think they win this big. I think they win this game. I think they win it big. I think Seattle's two tackles being out are going to, are going to hurt them. I think that, that the Lions are going to be able to run the football. Well, I think that, uh, I, I, I think that they're going to be able to run the ball. Well, I think that uh, Jared Goff, he plays really well at home. I think he's continuing to play well at home. And I think they're, I think they're going to force Gino to turn the ball over a couple of times. I, I, th- I think Gino's going to force going to turn the ball over a couple of times. So in this game, I got the Lions beating the Seahawks 34 to 17, but Justin, can Gino and the Seahawks bounce back this week and pull an upset in Detroit? No, and I actually, uh, I forgot to ask you before the show. I do want, uh, I meant to have this game Detroit 28, Seattle 17. I know in the 
this thing it's I got you. I got so I'm changing it now. I'm changing it now. All right, thanks. Don't worry, I'm yeah. changing it now. Yeah. yeah. Hit hit the two instead of the one by accident. But um <laughs> I just think with Seattle right now with the question marks they got on the old line. Um, they did nothing in the second half against the Rams. I think Detroit, I think like Aiden Hutchinson could have a big afternoon against Geno Smith. And um, Geno struggled against the pressure last week. And, and you know, I think I think Sam may have a little bit of success with that offense. But um, I thought Detroit's defense played well. And, yeah, I think um, Jared, Jared Goff kind of, you know, tears up that um, that that Seattle defense, which, you know, did a, did a ton last week. And Matthew Stafford had a huge game, you know, um, against the Seahawks last week. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. I think Jared Goff has a humongous week. And our Frank agrees with us. Our man Frank agrees with us with the last two games. He's got the Chiefs and he's got the Lions. But we will move on to an NFC matchup in Chicago as the Bears take on the Bucks. And this is this is a big game for both both these quarterbacks. But J- Justin Fields, is, he's got to be better. I mean, he was not great last week. The Bears' defense was, was, was not good either. The Bears just were, to- were very disappointing last week against the Packers. But I, I'm still buying that. I'm still buying that this team's going to be competitive this year. I think they bounce back this week. I think Fields has a good game. I think with Levante David out, I think the, the, the Bears run the ball pretty well. I do think Justin Fields throws a touchdown pass or two, and I do think their defense makes a big stop against Baker Mayfield this time. I don't think Baker Mayfield closes out the game the way he did this week. I think Baker Mayfield doesn't close either doesn't close the game out or he turns the ball over at the end. That's why I got the Bucks beating the Bear. No, the Bears beating the Bucks. 23-20, but Justin, can Baker get the Bucks to 2-0? No, you know, and I mentioned when we were talking about the Vikings, you know, they, they the Bucks had no business winning that football game the other day. I have the Bears, same score as you, 23-20, bouncing back on the road this week. Um, you know, yeah, I, and I think for the Bears, like, I, you know, I forgot what player said it, but one of the players was talking, like, yeah, we got to go back to the drawing board, which kind of, you know, but, you know, I kind of believe that, that they kind of believe the hype preseason about this team and I, I think they're gonna you know find a way to you know their defense got torched but you know I, I hope Fields too kind of take some more shots on the field it's a lot of check downs with him um and I, I think Justin Fields does a little bit more this week in the passing game I think DJ Moore gets more involved this week and I think the Bears bounce back this week I think they go to one-on-one and you know I, I think they do play better I think that defense plays a bit better this week as well our man Frank has the bear, the oh, Bucks destroying Bucks. the Bears this week, destroying them. He likes those Florida teams, Frank. Yeah, you know, he's a Dolphins fan, and he's and he's back in the Buccaneers there. But we got an AFC East matchup, you know, an AFC matchup in Buffalo as the Raiders, who are one and zero, travel to Buffalo to face the Bills. And listen, I know Josh Allen struggles with turnovers, but this is not a defense he struggles against. Okay, this will not be a defense he'll struggle against. I think he'll have a really good game. I think he'll have a clean game. I think he'll throw two or three touchdown passes. I don't think he'll throw an interception in this game. I think the Bills get into the thirties, and I think they win this one pretty pretty handily. I do think the Raiders, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo does get the Devonte Adams. They make some plays. Devonte Adams, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Josh Jacobs. But in the end, it's not going to be enough. They're going to lose by double digits. I got the Bills beating the Raiders 32-17. But, Justin, can Jimmy G can Jimmy G lead the Raiders to a big upset in Buffalo? No, I got the Bills 23-17. Um, you know, I, I think the Bills do bounce back this week, but I don't think they blow them out. You know, I think Jimmy G will keep them involved in this game. They probably sh- The Raiders probably should have lost last week. You know, the Broncos missed an extra point. They missed a field goal. They tried an onside kick at the beginning of the game, um, which kind of helped them out there. But, yeah, I think Josh Allen plays better this week. I don't think he makes a turnover. Um, I think he gets the ball to Diggs. And 
I think the Bills offense is just a little bit too much of the Raiders. But I think Jimmy G kills some in, in it. But I do think Jimmy G throws one costly turnover. Um, that hurts the Raiders in this game. And I got the Bills going to one-on-one. And I agree with, with Frank there is, yeah, the Bills, they will not lose two games in a row. No, 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 no. And you know when Frank says the Bills aren't going to lose two games in a row, you know they're not going to lose two games in a row when Frank says it. Now we got the Ravens against the Bengals in a big AFC North matchup in Baltimore. And I'm going to go with the road team here. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I I don't think Joe Burrow is 100%. I think this is a problem with Zach Taylor. If he's marching a quarterback out here who's not 100%, that's a problem with him. And if this team doesn't make the playoffs, he should be fired. He should be fired if, if, uh, if, he's, if, he's, if he's trotting Joe Burrow out there not being 100%. It's early in the season. If you, have to, if you have to play Trevor Simeon for a game, you play him for a game to have Burrow healthy late in the year. So I don't think Joe Burrow's 100%. I think this is going to be a close competitive game. I think Lamar's going to do a decent job getting the ball to Trey, uh, Zay Flowers and, and OBJ. I know the, the uh, Ravens are going to miss J.K. Dobbins. I think Burrow makes some play. I think he's better this week, but I think he, he makes that big turnover this week that cost the Bengals the game. And I think the Bengals start 0-2 and 0-2 in the division. And I get the Ravens upsetting the Bengals in – in uh at uh, in Cincinnati, I got the Ravens winning this game 24-20. But Justin, can the Bengals beat the Ravens for the third year in a row? Yeah, I got the Bengals 21 and 20 in this one. I do think they bounce back this week. I know they've gotten off to some slow starts. Yeah, Joe Burrow looked awful. And I would hope Burrow's 100 percent healthy. I'm with you. I hope he's 100 percent healthy if they're throwing him out there. Um, you know, so we'll see. But I, I didn't really like the Ra- I didn't think the Ravens were that impressive either. Like Lamar Jackson didn't look great. That offense kind of, I you know, first game with Todd Monk as the OC, you know, trying to work some things out there. But I don't think the Bengals dropped to 0-2 in the division. I think, and with the Ravens kind of concerns yet again in the secondary with some injuries, I think Burrow plays well enough. I think, you know, Jamar Chase, you know, T. Higgins makes some big plays in this one. I think the Bengals find a way at home this week to uh, knock off Baltimore. NFC matchup in Atlanta as we got the Packers, who both two 1-0 teams. The Packers just who had a great start in Jordan Love's first game. Jordan Love played really well against the Atlanta Falcons with Desmond Ritter. I think this is a close competitive game, but I think the difference is I think the Packers do a good job containing that run game in Atlanta. And I think Jordan Love plays well again. I think Jordan Love plays another good game, and that's why I got the Packers beating the Falcons. I got them beating them 27-20 and starting 2-0. But Justin can Arthur Smith in this Falcons run that game carry them to another victory? No, I think the Packers slowed them down 20 to 17. Um, you know, I think the Packers defense played really well last week. And again, you know, like last week where Ritter's not really going to go deep a lot, like fields, you know, you can kind of creep up the safeties and your linebackers and you kind of, you know, cause it does not seem like they trust Desmond Ritter to throw deep shots and, it's unfortunate because you got a guy like Drake London at wide receiver, but look, if the Packers creep up a lot, you know, you take a shot and Drake London or even at Kyle Pitts has a big game, uh, you know, huge game, you know, maybe the Falcons have a chance, but I think green Bay slows down that running game. And again, I don't think Desmond Ray is a quarterback that's going to be able to come from behind either. And I think Packers get off to a, uh, to the lead early on. And our Mike and our, and our man, Frank likes the Packers as well. We got a matchup in Tennessee with two AFC teams that started 0-1. We got we lost two tough games in week one. We got the 0-1 Chargers against the 0-1 Titans. And I think the Chargers win. They're the better team. Chargers are clearly, clearly the better team in this game. I think Herbert throws a couple touchdown passes. I think the turnovers are going to be another issue for Tennessee. I think Tannehill throws a couple a couple more interceptions. And I think that Henry will have some success early, but once they get behind in the second half, they're not Henry won't be a factor. 
And so I think that the Chargers win this game. I think they win it 31 to 20. But Justin, can Brandon Staley and the Chargers lose another game that they should win? Yeah, I can tell you 23 to 20. Um wow, Staley. Wow, wow. This defensive wow. expert or mastermind, they call him. I oh god, the, the penalty at the end of the yeah, half that was that awful. Jack, that was bad. I don't know what JC Jackson's seeking there. Um, yeah. that that was costly, that was horrible. Yeah, that was bad. And you know, I, I think Tannehill plays well enough in this game. Like they got five field goals last week, it was a turnovers, they just couldn't finish in the red zone. And you know, I, I think Tannehill makes enough throws in this game. I think De'Aaron Hopkins has a big DeAndre Hopkins has a big day, you know. Did, did, did Saylor really learn his lesson of not letting guys beat him over the top? He's a I, horrific. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he might not even last the season. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I, I was shocked he got he got his job back after the way they blew that playoff game in Jacksonville last year. Um, I think Derrick Henry has a nice game on the ground, and I think defense makes enough stops. I think they'll get a turnover two in this game, and I'm going to go with the Titans to, uh, to avoid going 0-2. Frank's with me. He's going with the Chargers. He's going with the more talented team, but you just have no trust in that head coach. And I can see why you don't have any trust in that head coach. Now we got an AFC South matchup of two rookie quarterbacks and two rookie quarterbacks that should be starting right now. Uh, We got the Colts and the Texans, Anthony Richardson against CJ Stroud. I think this is going to be a low scoring game, kind of an ugly game. I think they're both, both quarterbacks are going to make mistakes, but I think the difference in this game is, and the team that I think the difference is, is the team that has their running back right now is going to win this game. And Davian Pierce to make life easier for their rookie quarterback. And I think that's, what's going to happen. I think Davian Pierce is going to make life a little bit easier for CJ Stroud. It will make life easier for CJ Stroud. I think Richardson, I think Stroud makes less mistake, makes more plays and less mistakes than Anthony Richardson. And that's why I got the Texans winning an ugly game, 20 to 17 over the Colts. But, Justin, can Anthony Richardson win his first NFL game? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the Colts in this one. I think they win this one 22 Wow, you're buying Anthony Richardson now after yeah, last I, week. I thought he looked better than Stroud. Stroud looks like, you know, he's still a work in progress here. You know, their offense wasn't great last week. Um, you know, and I I think the Colts do run the ball better. I know they're not going to have Zach Moss again. I know they got Dom Jackson. who really didn't do a ton on the ground, and they just signed Jake Funk. Um you know, but I, I think Michael Pittman makes, you know, I know he just shot 100 yards last game. You know, I, I think he's got an, he has a nice game. I think Josh Downs gets involved in this one as well. And I think Anthony Rich makes a couple more plays in this one than um, CJ Stroud. And I think that Colts defense gets pressure on CJ Stroud. They'll force turnover too. And I got the Colts win this one on the road, 23 17. We got an NFC West matchup of two one and zero teams in LA as the Niners take on the Rams. And I, I, I think, I think the the thing about this game is I, the Niners. The, the Niners they look great last week. I think they're the best team in the NFC. The Rams. I know they won, but I think that was I, I, and they're better than I think. Stafford played really well. Give him credit for that. But I think part of it had to do with the fact the Seahawks were absolutely pathetic in the second half of that game. So I think the Rams keep it close early. I think I give you they keep it close early, but eventually I think the cream rises up to the top in the second half. And I think the Niners win this game. I think they win it by double digits. I got the Niners winning the game 27 to 16, but Justin, can the Rams break their eight game regular season losing streak to the Niners? No, I got the uh, Niners as well. 27 to 20. Um, the Niners were awesome last week. They got, you know, Kenny Pickett um, had a rough day. They got a lot of pressure on them. That, that Niners defense was, was legit the other day. Um, and I, I think, you know, the Niners making enough plays on the ground. Brock pretty looked really good. I think he, you know, yeah, this this Rams team does have some talent. There's just no depth to this football Drew team. Drew Atwell played really well last week. Yeah. Who's that other receiver who played well? You probably remember him. Um, pu- um, it, Puka. Nakua? 
Nachua, yeah, the uh, sure. rookie from BYU. Yeah, he had another. He had a he had an awesome game. You know, so I know Stafford was kind of concerned with some of the one. You know, learning some of the young wide receivers, but they kind of seemed like they were on the same page of their day. I could see them having some success through the air in this one. Um, but yeah, I just think the Niners got more talent in this game. Or and yeah, the Niners is more talented team, and it'll be it'll be a San Francisco home game as well. So you know, I think toast game the San Fran you know fans can make a difference as well. Yeah, it, it always is a San Francisco home game out and when they go to LA. It, it always is a home game for them. So we got a mat, we got a matchup in Denver as the Commanders one and zero head to Denver to face the Broncos. And I, I don't like the the Broncos this year. I, at the opening day, I'm pretty much out of them. I don't think they're a playoff team. I think Russell Wilson's best days are behind them. Uh, I, I you know I think the best days are behind them. Sean Payton, I think he'll change the culture there eventually, but not this year. But I think they're good enough to win this game. I do think they're going to get pressure on Sam Howell. They're going to force a couple turnovers from Sam Howell. I think Wilson will make some plays. I think the reason why I think the Broncos will win is, is I think Wilson will turn the ball over less than Sam Howell will. This will be an ugly game between two teams that won't make the playoffs. So I got, but I got the home team winning this one. I got the Broncos being the commanders 20 to 14, but Justin can Sam Howell and Ron Rivera lead the commanders to a two and zero start. No, I'm with you. Got Broncos 21 to 16 as well here. I think the Broncos bounce back as I kind of mentioned, like they should have beat the Raiders last week. There's some self-inflicting wounds there. You know, um, I know Jerry Judy's still kind of questionable, but Corn Sutton, um, I can see having a nice day. Marvin Mins to the rookie out of Oklahoma. Maybe he can make some plays, but look, I think Wilson's got to take some shots on the field. He really didn't do that much at all last week. Um, you know, they, but I just, the Washington off and the line's not great. And I think the Broncos, I know they didn't get a sack last week, but I, I do think they get some pressure on Sam Howell. And I think they do enough. Again, you know, they're now 83-32-1 at home in the month of September. They're not – I can't see them starting 0-2, you know, at mile high. They'll, they'll figure out a way to beat Washington this week. Yeah, they, they should not lose two straight games at home to the Raiders and the Commanders. That, that, can, that cannot happen. They cannot lose two straight at home to those two teams. That would be really, really bad for the Denver Broncos. Now we will move on to the Monday night games and we will start with the first one as the saints take on the Panthers. And I think that the Panthers defense will keep them in the game, but I think the difference is going to be is you got an experienced quarterback on one side, you got a rookie quarterback on the other and Bryce young. We saw him make mistakes this week. I think he'll make some more mistakes, uh, more mistakes in this game. I do think Derek Carr is going to do what he did last week, kind of manage the game uh, and, and, and make the key play when he had to, just like he had that, he had that big touch, he had that touchdown pass. And then he had that play on, on third and seven to cl- close out the game. I think he'll make the plays he has to make. I think in a close competitive divisional game, I got the saints winning 23 to 16 over the Panthers, but Justin can Bryce young and the, and the Panthers defense get them their first win. No, I get the saints pulling this one out 20 to 16 as well. You know, I thought Carr was solid in this game. Um, but I, I think you get into Brian Barnes of the um, or Burns of the Panthers. Yes, big game last week. Um, but yeah, I think Derek Carr right now is the better quarterback. I think Bryce Young will make a mistake or two, and I think Saints capitalize off of that. Um, you know, and I, I think Carr spreads it out to his weapons that he's got down there, and I think the Saints find a way to go two and zero this week, or they yeah they'll find a way to go two and zero. Um, in another, you know, win another, you know win another game going up to uh, Green Bay next week for a big matchup, but maybe both teams are 2-0. and Yeah, that's good. If they're both those teams are 2-0, and that's going to be a pretty good game in, in Green Bay next week. So that should be an exciting one if the, both of them come in at 2-0. and But we will wrap up the show talking about the St- Browns and the Steelers. 
I, this has got a divisional game. Uh, you, you look at the Browns last week. They had a really good week. Steelers had a, had a terrible week. But I think the script flips for both teams this week. I think this is a close competitive game. But I'm going to go with the Steelers here. I think they run the ball with Najee Harris. I think he has a really good game. I think that uh, Kenny Pickett is better this week. Does a, just keeps keeps the ball out of harm's way. And I do think this Steelers defense gives Deshaun Watson trouble. I do think they get pressure on him. I think they force a turnover or two. And I got the Steelers winning a close one here. I got the Steelers bouncing back this week, winning a close one. I got them beating the Browns 23 to 19. But Justin can Deshaun Watson lead the Browns to a 2-0 start. No, I got the Steelers as well. 17-16, low scoring, defensive battle, ugly football game. And, yeah, I'm going to take Kenny Pickett to play better this week. I know they may not have Deontay Johnson this week. Um, but, again, I think George Pickett and Allen Robinson, they was guys could step up this week. And I think the Steelers run the ball more this week. You know, I think they only ran it 10, 11 times last week. They'll be more kind of, you know, they'll get back to more of a ground game. And I think their defensive line gets pressure into Sean Watson. And, I, yeah, they'll force the turnover too. They'll slow down uh, Nick Chubb just enough in this one. And the Steelers find a way to avoid starting 0-2. Yeah, AFC North looks really competitive. I mean, especially with the way the Browns played last week, the way they beat the Bengals. Obviously, we know the Ravens are good. And the Steelers, we we both liked them going into the season, but we'll see. This is a big game for the Steelers, and this is a big game for Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's got to start playing. Kenny Pickett's got to start playing well because if he doesn't start playing well, the Steelers are going to look for and they're going to look for different. They're going to look for other options at quarterback. He's got to start playing well because in an organization like this, if you're not getting it done by year two or year three. It's on you. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, maybe I know it's week one, but maybe we overreact a little bit to the preseason numbers. Maybe the same thing with Howell. But, yeah, you know, this organization, this defense, like they got talent in a division where you can't fall behind and start 0-2 because you're just digging yourself in such a big hole here. And, yeah, Kenny Pickett can't figure it out in the next, you know, couple of weeks here, you know, or halfway through the year. You know, this team's still struggling. That offense is still struggling. Because they got weapons around them. You know, they, they got town around them. So, yeah, it's it's time for him to kind of make the plays now. It's time for him to kind of cut down on the mistakes and and help this ball team, this football team win games because they, they got talent to do so. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So this is going to wrap it up for this episode of Sports Talk with R&J. For, for Justin Afrio, I'm Steve Risser. But we will be back in about 10 minutes talking about week three of the college football season. Talking talk a lot of – we'll start with Dion. We're definitely starting with Dion. And – We'll talk about which team has a better future going forward. Which team has a better future going forward, the Yankees or the Red Sox? So make sure you tune in in about 10 minutes and check us out there. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch, two for three. He's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Hello. Hello. Hello.
My name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. 